0: You know, I just decided, I, you know, I, I don't want to feel bad about anything I do. And I don't want to hold grudges, and I don't want to carry the anger, and I don't want to live like this. And I became like my dog. And the dogs, people are always saying, you know, oh, that's such a wonderful thing you're doing. You're saving these animals. And, and I keep telling them, you got that it's so backwards. These animals are saving us.
1: That's Stephen, a volunteer for the Hounds of Prison Education Program, or HOPE. And in the background, you probably hear his pal Dozer, the Bull Mastiff, panting. Stephen is a former inmate turned volunteer trainer who was convinced he couldn't turn his life around and would live the rest of his life behind bars. Instead, he found redemption and a new lease on life through his work with Zella and the Dogs of Hope. Hi everyone and welcome to the Gifts That Give Hope podcast, celebrating the people and organizations who are true gifts to our community. I'm your host Jen Nepper, and since 2008 I've worked with a team of local volunteers to help organize the annual Gifts That Give Hope gift fair in Lancaster. Gifts That Give Hope is a unique holiday shopping experience that brings together local small businesses and organizations that provide underserved people employment opportunities to learn new skills, and a sense of community. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. Today we're here with Zella Anderson, who started Central Pennsylvania Animal Alliance, and they will be joining us at the gift fair this year in 2022. And um, we were just talking about how they've been part of the fair many, many years ago, but we're happy to have them back and to hear more about the program, The HOPE, Program. So, Zella, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with um, rescuing animals and then how did you come to start this organization?
2: Well, by profession, I'm actually an attorney. I'm a litigation attorney. I retired back in 2011 to devote myself to the Central Pennsylvania Animal Alliance. It's an organization, a nonprofit that I founded in 2003 whose mission is to save the lives of dogs through rescue, spaying and neutering, fostering and adoption, training and rehabilitation, and public outreach and education. And I started the organization really in memory of my friend, um, Cynthia Magero. She passed away in 2001, and she's the one who got me involved in rescue and basically taught me what rescue was. And so um, it's because of her that CPA started and has continued on to this day. One of the programs that we have to save the lives of rescued dogs is called Hounds of Prison Education, known by the acronym of HOPE. We started the HOPE program in 2005, and through HOPE, we partner with the State Correctional Institution at Camp Hill, which is one of the maximum security prisons in Pennsylvania. And we take carefully screened inmates and we pair them with rescued dogs. The dogs live with the inmates 24-7. The inmate handlers train the dogs and get them ready to be adopted. And then when their dog gets adopted, they get another one to train.
1: Okay. And today we have Stephen Shy here with us. And you have brought a, a guest, too. What is his name? Uh, this
0: is Dozer. And Dozer, Dozer is... Um, uh, just an amazing uh dog who got a second chance yes. and, uh, and
1: and from what you said gave you a second chance right
0: well i I think um the hope program yeah is is how I got my second chance um and uh Zella here in her infinite wisdom and and just brilliance in what she did in, in putting this together uh it could not be uh, Given enough credit for, for it, it's an amazing thing, and she saves lives, dogs, people.
2: Wow, I just want to make a slight correction to that. Um, the HOPE program was actually started in 2005 by one of our volunteers named Kelly McGinley. Okay, it was her idea, and she researched like how to do it. She came to me and she said, Would CPAA be willing to fund this? under the umbrella of CPAA if I started the program. And I'm like, sure, it sounds like an amazing idea. So Kelly was in charge of the HOPE program until 2013 when she retired. And then we have continued the program on, and this is now our 17th year. So really, I and everyone involved in the HOPE program owes it to Kelly McGinley, who who actually, it was her brainchild and right. she started it.
1: Right. Well, I'm sure she's glad to see that it Continues. I'm sure she is. Her original vision. It's always great when you start something, then you see it continue even after your tenure with it. So, Stephen, I wondered if you would be willing to share a little bit about how the HOPE program has impacted you. um, What made you decide to get involved with it? um, You know, anything you want to share about your experiences with it?
0: I mean, in a nutshell, what it is is that I was uh, um, a long term prisoner, and I have spent my entire adult life in prison, and I was uh, not a happy person. I was, not, I was not in touch with what life was about, and I made a lot of wrong decisions, and I lived according to a, a wrong behavior code, and um, I realized that I had made a huge, huge wrong turn in my life, and I thought I was done. And I had just given up hope and resigned myself that I, I'm going to die in prison unhappy. I will never find what it was I was placed here for. And uh, one day I was walking across the compound and I saw these dogs. And I, 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 I couldn't believe there were dogs in the prison that weren't there um, to find drugs or you know right. to enforce code or something. Uh, these were dogs with inmates. And... Um, you know i asked about it and i found out about it and and there was there was a um a decision made that this is what i wanted to do but to do that i had to prove to the prison authorities and to the hope people that i was worthy of this because you know on paper not so much <laughs> you know so um i had to modify behaviors to get um the prison to say, okay, yeah, you're a good enough boy that you can participate, and yeah. and, and it, it took me a couple of years to get that. So, even before I got in the program, it was modifying my behavior in a way that had not been successful um, using the regular prison route. And um, so I wanted this, and I, I worked towards getting it, and finally, I guess I just warmed down because they accepted me, mm-hmm. and. and from the very first dog, I realized, oh, my gosh, what am I crying about? Yeah. These dogs come in here all messed up, broken, abused, scared. And in a matter of weeks, through nothing but love and support and consistency, and and they turn it around.
1: So the dogs that come into the program had been dog- some, previously abused?
0: Some of them. The, they didn't wind up in that program for no reason there were always you know maybe it was a behavioral thing maybe it was just a neglect or, or or somebody's um situation changed and they could not but these dogs all needed something and they came and they 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 found it and but the way that they they had to open their heart to get it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i realized oh my goodness uh shit, this is what, this is what it's about. And it changed, it changed slowly over the course of time until, you know, I just decided, I, you know, I, I don't want to feel bad about anything I do. And I don't want to hold grudges, and I don't want to carry the anger, and I don't want to live like this. And I became like my dog. And the dog's People are always saying, you know, oh, it's such a wonderful thing you're doing. You're saving these animals. And, and I keep telling them, you got that so backwards. Mm-hmm. These animals are saving us. and um,
1: It's reciprocal.
0: Yeah. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm this big bad convict, and, and they make me cry on a weekly basis just from joy, you know?
1: So what was the first dog's name that you worked with?
0: Um, the first dog that was mine. Was a little uh, Australian cattle dog named Macy, and they brought her in, and I looked at her, and she was scared and afraid and really ugly. And I said, what, "What? What do you expect me to do with this?" You know? And they said, "Fix it." And I fell in love with that dog so hard, like bang! And that dog was just so cool, and to watch her come out of her fear was. It was the finest thing that I had ever done. And I said to myself, I I earned this. I did something good. And I think that was the first time in my entire life that I had done something good and been rewarded with being able to see. It may have been the first good thing I ever did, you know, but it was the finest thing.
1: everyone, it's Jen here with a quick reminder to be sure you save the date for the 15th annual Gifts That Give Hope gift fair taking place on Sunday, December 11th, 2022 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Farm and Home Center. Come join us for shopping, food trucks, children's authors, holiday merriment, and meaningful gift giving. It's a wonderful way to spread holiday cheer and your support benefits the people of Lancaster and the organizations that make our county the special place we know. You can find more information and links to the gift fair in the show notes for this podcast, as well as our website, giftsthatgivehope.org. Thank you for your support, and now let's rejoin the conversation. So, um, Zella, I would say, or I would ask you, you know, when Central PA Animal Alliance started, would you have any idea that it would have grown to this point? And would you say hope, the hope program is one of your biggest initiatives?
2: It is um, our major initiative right now. Um, we've actually cut back what we do mainly from a monetary standpoint and a um, volunteer standpoint. It's it's t- tough to get volunteers, so we decided to just um, stick with the HOPE program mm-hmm. and help dogs in that way. And it enables us to help dogs from other rescues because we get the dogs from high kill shelters some of them are owner surrender some of them are strays um others have been abandoned or abused um, so we help a variety of dogs through the HOPE program. It's not just dogs that CPAA rescues. It's dogs that other rescues rescue, and those dogs need a little extra mm-hmm. to get them adopted. And so we, we help a wide variety of dogs through the program, which, which is a really awesome thing. Yeah.
1: And it's a variety
2: of breeds. It is. Um, they're all ages, shapes, sizes, breeds. We don't discriminate against any breed. Um, right now, we have a hound mix. We have a border collie mix. We have a pit bull mix. We have a shepherd mix. We have an um, American bulldog mix. It's it's all shapes and sizes, all ages. So whatever kind of dog you're looking for, we have it.
1: Great. And... Um, Stephen, I've been thinking about your, your story, and I wondered if uh, Zella had alluded to your story and how impactful it was. I think you had shared on another occasion. I didn't know if you would want to share that with us today.
0: Um, I got a second chance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I got out of prison, and I I created my own family um, of people who are loving and nurturing and, and sane <laughs> and it is this huge support group, and I, and I've gone through all this therapy and anger management, um, my hope program uh, with mm-hmm. my dogs, and and um, the hope program really, really is is was that thing that turned it for me, that saved it for me. And you get some bad people in, in these joints, and some of them really deserve it. But you know what? There are some people. And they will migrate to this because they have that love in their heart. They will find a way to get to this, and it is a, a doorway.
1: Yeah, or and reclaiming it, maybe the love in their heart that they maybe had at a previous time, and through life circumstances they haven't been able to express that or to experience love in return from the from the dogs.
0: Yeah, and just to see a shattered soul come back and doesn't matter if it's a person or a dog it's it's the same miracle
1: i agree i'm i'm just so excited to have you with us this year at the gift fair because i think it's so important for us as humanity to think about there's many ways that people's souls their shattered souls can be restored again sometimes it's through an animal sometimes it's through music intervention you know there's a lot of different things at the gift fair that um, great work that people are doing but I just I just love because of what you've done what you've done Zella um, and what you've alluded to Stephen like you are working with dogs who you know a lot of people had shunned away and like you said you you might have thought you would be in prison your whole life and I think Everybody needs to realize that we all make mistakes and some mistakes cost us more than others, and that we all deserve a second chance and to have our souls um restored
2: hope the hope program really is I like to call it a rescue story because the dogs that go in are rescues. The program is a rescue story for both the men and the dogs. Mm-hmm. But it's also a story of redemption, mm-hmm. and it's a story of love. And um, that is so obvious to me every week um, when we go into the prison to work with the men and the dogs.
1: It's so impactful. It's, a, I think, part of society that we tend to overlook and not realize, and that a lot of people um, you know, are often maybe wrongly accused or end up in prison for something, you know, that circumstances that were beyond their control or, you know, in their formative years. And so it makes us think about things and, you know, how even though we've all made mistakes, it doesn't always lead to incarceration on our behalf. And that, you know, I think the dogs allow us to see that the other side of humanity and, and the, I am the idea of grace.
2: It's it's so true. Um everybody makes mistakes as you said, and everybody de- deserves a second chance and that's true for the dogs and the inmates. It really is. I I often say I wish everybody could have a front row seat to to witness what I get to see every Friday when I go in. Because mm-hmm. it is truly amazing. Um one thing I just want to point out to the listeners is the the inmate handlers keep weekly journals that they have to turn into us every Friday. So they have to report on how the dog's training is going, what the dogs learned, funny incidents that happened during the week, um, tours or visits that the dogs went on, and I write those on our website. The dogs have their own blogs okay. that are written by the handlers. And, and what is your
1: website? It's
2: hopedogs.org. Okay. And all people have to do is click on um, Hope Dogs. Available Hope Dogs and then Current Dogs. And each dog has its own blog along with its picture. And the inmates do such an amazing job writing these journals. They are humorous. They are um, like the love that they have for these dogs truly comes out in what they write. And it also helps people to know whether the dog would be a good fit for their families mm-hmm. because they tell, you know, what the dog's good with, what what it's learned um, the kind of environment that the dog would thrive in. So it's it's very helpful and entertaining at the same time.
1: Well, if since people can't get a front row seat to go in with you on Fridays, they'll have to come and chat with you
2: at the gift fair this year. That would be awesome. Yes. And hopefully we'll be able to have one of our Hope dogs here. Yes. So
1: we'll look for Zella with her dog. We don't know which one will be with her, but um, you can hear more about the Hope Program, which is part of Central Pennsylvania Animal Alliance. So thank you so much for coming, and oh, thanks Stephen, for having us, Stephen. I really appreciate you coming and sharing your story.
0: Oh no, thank you very much for um, putting it out there, and um, you know, and thank you Zella for uh, giving us a, a chance,
1: and of course, thanks Dozer for coming. <laughs>
0: Dozer, <laughs> thank you Dozer for drooling all over me. <laughs>
1: That's all for this episode of the Gifts That Give Hope podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can come meet and support all the guests on this podcast at this year's Gifts That Give Hope event, taking place on Sunday, December 11th, 2022, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Farm and Home Center. You can find more information and a complete list of charitable organizations, marketplace vendors, and food trucks participating this year at our Facebook page, Gifts That Give Hope Lancaster. On Instagram at Gifts That Give Hope Lancaster and at our website, giftsthatgivehope.org. Thanks to Mark Mara for our theme music. The Gifts That Give Hope podcast is produced at So Good Media in Lancaster. Be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast to get a new episode of Gifts That Give Hope each week. Thanks again and see you at the Gift Fair.